Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Social Zoom Factor, episode 70. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to continue our conversation around employee brand advocacy. And today, we're talking about why it is so important that the members of your organization who are either leading your employee advocacy program, who are stakeholders in it of any regard, maybe it is your executive champions or just somebody who you need your support, you need their buy-in, and also employees who are participating in your employee brand advocacy program, why all of the above must have some skin in the game, why they need to be committing to the program. So we're going to be talking through that today. Did you know that according to Edelman's trust barometer, 41% of people think that a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department CEO or founder. Can you believe that? And we've covered a lot of these statistics and a lot of the reasons why you need to really be thinking about an employee brand advocacy program in some of our most recent podcasts, as well as we just hosted a Twitter chat with Everyone Social, and we hosted a webcast just last week. So I encourage you to check out the replay of the webcast. You can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash power up webcast. And Eric Roach, who is the CEO and co-founder of Everyone Social, which is an employee brand advocacy platform, joined us on that webcast and just shared his mind and knowledge. And I really think it would be worth your time to check out that webcast. And it was at the 101 level talking about why employee brand advocacy and how you can get started. And if you go to socialzoomvector.com slash power up, you can also download their white paper with nine steps of how to build your own employee advocacy program. So go check that out. But today we're talking about why this employee brand advocacy program that you're wanting to get off the ground needs to be more than lipstick on the pig. It needs to be more than a PowerPoint presentation that you go sharing around to all of your executives and employees and talking about, hey, we're doing an employee advocacy program because you would be amazed how many brands come to us and this is what they've been doing the last couple years. And then they wonder why they're not getting any 
action, why they're not seeing any real results. Well, the reason is because number one, they usually have not properly planned. So they do not have goals, they do not have objectives, and they do not have a written strategy nor strategy or plan of any sort that they are actually executing to. They are kind of just winging it, shooting from the hip. We're going to get people on social. We're going to get people on Twitter, going to get people on Facebook. And, you know, they're going to be positive about us and go talk about us. Like I always say, it's got to start from the inside out because social is going to reveal your organization before it's going to transform it. And so we need to be starting on the inside out and be doing things like making sure our employees are living our brand, that we are delivering upon our brand promise and all those good things we've been talking about in the past podcast. I am not going to repeat those in this podcast today. What we are going to talk about is why pretty quickly you must make sure that the people who are supporting your program, who are championing your program and who are involved in your program need to have skin in the game and how they need to do that. So let's think about it. Let's start at the very top, our executive C-suite, okay? Our highest level board of directors or whoever that may be, or our key executives. We have got to have their 100% buy-in. And why? Because we are talking about employee engagement. And if your top executives do not see value in engaging and investing, most importantly, in the employees within their organization, you are going to have a hard time not only selling this program to your executives, you're going to have a hard time getting any real momentum and seeing any result because an employee advocacy program requires investment in your employees. You're going to need to train them. You're going to need to understand your gaps. You're going to need to understand what tools and technology they need to be trained on, what processes they need to be trained on. You're going to need to understand, do they understand social media at all? Do they know even how to get on Facebook? If none of your employees are social, you're going to have a long way to go before you're really going to see any result with social media. So you're going to need to understand clearly, where are you starting? Where do you want to go? And how are you going to get there? And in order to do that, your executives are going to need to invest in in the people within your organization to number one, help you build your plan so you can build that train, this social train that people want to join, build something bigger than yourself. What are you going to build that is bigger than what any of you can do individually and bigger what any of your customers can do individually? Because as you start to empower your employees to power up your brand, you start to build something that is organic, that is dynamic, and that will be ever changing in both life and business. Because it's not just about your employees knowing your brand guidelines and knowing what your brand statement is and your taglines are and the colors of your logo. It's about them living your brand. It's about investing in them as human beings. And so if your executives don't want to invest in the people within your organization, you are going to have a very hard time getting your program off the ground. And they need to be champions of empowering employees, champions of investing in employees. And they need to be role models in this, okay? Because if they're not, we all know everything comes from the top, right? If if an executive does not value employees and investment in employees, you're going to have a hard time getting mid-level management and, you know, 
junior level management to invest in employees as well. So it's got to come from the top. They also need to know that they need to invest in proper planning, tools, training, methodologies, research, whatever it may be. All of these things that you are needing to implement are going to take investment. So they need to invest in the infrastructure that is going to make you successful, whether that be software, whether that be hardware, whether that be training, other tools and technology, uh, figuring out your processes, figuring out how you're going to integrate some of these things into the DNA of your business and helping empower your employees. So now let's talk about team leaders, okay? So for team leaders, this needs to be more than adding to their resume, their clout score. And what we see a lot with marketing director level people and even some product management director level people or sales director level people is they learn about employee advocacy and they learn about the opportunities to create these brand advocacy programs. And unfortunately, they get excited, but kind of for the wrong reasons. And as they first get on board, they're excited about how they're going to do this for the corporation and how they're going to get all the employees engaged and the list goes on. However, we have seen many brands come to us after they've been doing these type of programs for some period of time, and it's become more about that executive director. So, a lot of times it's been come about that person's clout score, that person's following on Twitter, that person building their own personal brand. They get so hung up on themselves that they lose track on why they're doing these things. And they wind up burning some bridges along the way, both internally and externally. And we see the same thing with external influencer programs as well. And I'm going to be doing some podcasts on that coming up very soon. But we want to make it very clear why we are investing and helping people succeed and that we want them to succeed. And it's not just about building our clout scores and our influence scores and our online communities. It's about really helping people Zoom their careers and connect and network with other people. And how is that then going to tie back and also benefit the business? How are we going to benefit the business in a positive way and not just be empowering your employees to go jump ship and go get a higher paying job because now they have this new clout score that they think is going to help them win the next executive director of social media position at another company that's only looking at clout score, right? And that's a whole other discussion in itself. But we need to make it very clear what is in it for everyone, including the team leaders and what their responsibility is. They need to have skin in the game deeper than building their own personal brand. They need to be on the hook and accountable to the success of their team members, to the success of the people who are involved in the employee brand advocacy program. Okay. And we'll be providing a lot more content and training on this topic over the coming days, weeks, and months. And then we need to make sure that we are also setting very clear goals and objectives. Why are we doing what we're doing? What does that roadmap look like? What is the vision? Where do we want to go? And why do we want to go there? 
I encourage you to check out episode 15, where I talk specifically about how to build your own employee brand advocacy program. And last but definitely not least, let's talk about why employees must also have skin in the game. Number one, they also need to commit for the right reasons, okay? They need to be committing absolutely to build their own personal brand. I believe that they need to have a vested interest in this. And that doesn't mean that they need to have a desire to be a social rock star. Okay. But as you are launching your employee brand advocacy program for the first time, obviously one of the places you want to look for employees to participate are the people who are already social. You want to tap into those people who already have a social network, who already see the power of the personal human brand, okay? But you also want to make sure you are empowering some of those folks who may not have figured out these social tools yet. And those are some low-hanging fruit also that are going to help you get others on board. Because a lot of times, if you can get some of those folks who are the naysayers, the non-believers, and you actually get them engaged, even just one or two of them, and if the other employees know that that person is not very social and it's let's call this person Bob and then in a few months it's like Bob is doing a Google Hangout Bob is doing a Twitter chat Bob is on Facebook now it really starts to not only open the eyes of people and inspire them but it becomes a lot of fun and it becomes really human and it's kind of like if Bob can do that anybody can do that and we've actually done some internal campaigns with some small organizations exactly like that. You know, well, if Bob can do a Google Hangout, anybody can do a Google Hangout. And of course, Bob needs to be this fun loving guy that wants to go along with this type of scenario. But there's so much opportunity. And you want to just make sure that people are committed for the absolute right reasons. Number two for employees is they need to have an open mind. Okay, they need to have a mind that is open to learning new tricks and methods and ways to communicate. And they need to have a desire to learn and and believe that, you know, old dogs can learn new tricks. And even though they may be connected to their outdated flip phone that's not a smartphone, they need to be open to trying new things. They need to be open to engaging via maybe Twitter or LinkedIn or maybe even a social network that they don't even think could help them. We want them to at least open their mind because that's one of the things that I love doing more than anything in my role as leading and being the CEO and founder of Marketing Nuts, which we are a social business digital marketing agency. I love working with our clients and taking that person that just has no idea what Twitter is, but is open to learning Twitter as an example, and telling them within three months, I'm going to help you open your eyes to the power of Twitter, to open your mind and open your heart to what you can accomplish with this platform. And I love nothing more than seeing their eyes light up and seeing their world light up when they start to see success on these social networks that at one time they thought could provide no value to them. But because they had an open mind, they were able to achieve success and experience something different than they ever thought that they could. Next is they need to have 
a desire to not only learn as we talked about, but also a desire to connect with other people. So we want them to have some skin in the game in regard to human connection. And this goes for executives as well, because if executives don't want to be advocates, if you don't have at least one executive that is a champion and they don't want to participate in the program, you could be in a world of hurt and getting this program off the ground. So you need to have the champions, the team leaders, the executive directors, and the employees have a desire to connect with other human beings because people buy from people and behind every avatar on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn is a human being. So they really need to have a desire to build relationships and to nurture relationships that can really help them in both business and life. And then last is they need to have a desire to help others learn and making sure that it is not about just empire building and where they are only going to be focused on their own personal community. They really need to be focused on helping each other. And I think I have a great case study of this. Emerson Micromotion is one of our clients. And just a couple weeks ago, we helped them. We were supporting one of their events in the Orlando area. And we did a Google Hangout with them. And we did a Twitter chat. And it was one of their first uh live events where they were leveraging some of these new media and technologies. And it was really, really exciting for them. And we've been implementing an employee advocacy program, brand advocacy program with them. We were at the very beginning stages and just having a blast. And they are seeing so much success. They've implemented a blog now and done all sorts of things. But at this event, uh, we had a host of people. There was about five or six people uh, from the organization who were participating. And it started off the first day with a Twitter chat. And one of their employees was sitting next to me. And at first he was a little nervous and saying, you know, I don't know if I can do this, Pam, on Twitter. I said, of course you can, you know, let's do this. And so I said, come sit beside me and, you know, we're going to make this Twitter chat rock. So it and his questions were at the very beginning of the conversation. And so we had the questions broke up. So we knew some of the questions we were going to be asking. And then we had a few employees who were going to be answering them because they had a, a big, big product launch. And so we wanted to uh, be able to let several people from the team talk about some of the new features and, and how this product was going to market because it really is a cool product and very exciting for their customers. A long time coming. They've worked on it for a long time. And so it was really fun because as this first person, after he answered his questions on Twitter, he immediately, organically and naturally got out of his seat and went and kneeled down by the next person who was answering his questions at that time. Okay. So he had only been about 10 minutes ahead of this other employee, but he went without anybody asking him and went and helped this other employee. And the same thing happened then as it went around the circle. And we just kind of happened to be all sitting. It wasn't planned, but we were sitting in a circle at a hotel. They went from just like person to person helping each other. And as one person got their tweet chat under their belt, they felt comfortable. They felt empowered. They were excited. 
excited and you could feel that energy. And then what happened is that energy was contagious and it went to the next person and the next person and the next person. And by the time we were done with the tweet chat, everybody was really, really excited. And by the second day, we then did the Google Hangout and it was a repeat of that again. And at first, you know, a few months back, we could barely get anybody to get on Google Plus or, you know, have a hangout. We didn't even know if we'd be able to pull it off. And now after this live event, people are raising their hands. I want to do the Google Hangout. You know, right after we finished the first Google Hangout a couple weeks ago at this event, we had other people walking up to us and partners saying, hey, can I can I be part of this Google Hangout? You know, and this was from the employer. So I think this is just very exciting and it shows you why the employees, the management and executive management needs to have skin in the game because when they have skin in the game, it is obvious. It is contagious. It is shining from the inside out and it makes people want to be part of it because it is something bigger than just themselves. They are building something that is empowering and connecting their employees and outside community and other human beings. And there, my friends, is nothing better than that. So that's about all I have for you today. And I hope that this helped you maybe think about employee brand advocacy a little bit differently in regard to the importance of why there must be commitment and why you must have skin in the game. And you need to move past just having the formal program and the formal PowerPoint slides. You need to make sure that people are engaged for the right reasons. I know that your time is limited and so very valuable. I will make sure that I include all of the resources that I mentioned in this podcast, as well as some other resources that I know will be applicable and helpful to you on the show notes page for this podcast, which can be found at socialzoomfactor.com slash seven zero for episode 70. Thank you so much for your time. Have an amazing week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.